This is the Super Sports Schools Podcast, bringing you stories of our future stars powered by Spurs Stake Ranchers. One, two, three, go! Great incisive pass by Hoste to release Kwanazi. But Seleko uh, Simsibi is there. Kwanazi now passes on the loose crap. Cut back. Pilasale Kuzwayo. Squares it. Mazitikasha. Wanu College. Breakthrough College. Mazitikasha grabs his fifth goal of the campaign. He has scored in all three group matches the semi final and now the final. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Supersport Schools podcast brought to you by Spur. I'm Alex White coming to you from Chilton Park Sports Club here at Westville in KZN. And I think you've got some idea of what we're going to be talking about today from that starting sequence. It's all about football. Football is by far the most dominant sport in South Africa in terms of the number of players. Supersport Schools streams so many uh, football matches and there's so much football on our linear channel, channel 216. The GDL, the Gauteng Development League, is massive. But here in KZN, they've got one of the strongest school leagues in the country for football. And to find out more about all of that, we're talking to the commentator you just heard, Sibonello, and a player from Maritzburg College, the captain, in fact, Matteo. Football is one of the most watched sports on Super Sports School's Channel 216. It's exploded over the past year. We're going to find out a bit more about what it's like playing school football in South Africa. We're here in KZN. We've got two incredible guests with us, guys. Welcome to the Super Sports School's podcast. Please introduce yourselves. Well, greetings to you, South Africa. My name is uh, Sbonelo Zulu, one of your commentators in the KZN High School League inland and in the coastal stream. Um, it's a privilege and honor to be part and parcel of a first of its kind Super Sports Schools podcast, a football feature. Um, hi, my name is Matteo Horsted. I play for Marisburg College. I'm captain of Marisburg College and I also play for Midlands. It's an absolute honor to be here and I'm so grateful to be here. I don't think we've had guests so excited no, it's like, here before. before this, the energy they had beforehand was just electric. I'm, I'm excited to have them here today. <laughs> I'm teeth. I was brush my teeth, so I prepared my smile. <laughs> it's good to be on here. So, I mean, football is just this amazing sport that is beloved across South Africa. Because it comes with stories, it comes with emotions, and we want to dive into that. So, what is your football story? Where did it all begin for you? With regards to my soccer commentary career? Football, the from beginning. Just from the start to where you are now. Well, uh, football, like I've always been fond of football, but ironically, growing up, I used to be a wrestling fan during my, from age six, seven and eight. And afterwards, my father, my late dad, he used to be a staunch Orlando Pirates fan. So he used to watch a lot of Orlando Pirates. So that is where the bug the, the bits me. So I started playing football for Savages under nines and under tens in Collegians Club in Peter Marisburg. And that happens to be where my mom worked as a domestic worker in Peter Marisburg. So I started playing football there, but I was not technically gifted, but I always knew that I was going to be part and parcel of football. And here I am as a soccer commentator. And it's a very weird story how I ended up being a soccer commentator because the bag also bit me there. Somebody told me that I've got the voice to be a soccer commentator. And obviously, I took inspired action to be where I am, to be part and parcel of super sports schools, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I started at age seven, where my parents took me to my first football club, which was also Savages FC. And when I went there, I was 
very nervous. I don't know what to expect. But as soon as I played, it was just an instant connection with soccer. That's football. I mean, sorry, football. <laughs> an <laughs> yeah, instant, yeah, yeah. an instant <laughs> connection with football, and I just fell in love with it there and there. And since till now, I still love it. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. I want to talk a little bit more about uh, school football here in KZN. I mean, it's got pretty much the strongest uh, school football league in the country. We've seen, I think historically, we've come from an all-boys school where um, the the main focus sports, it changed towards the end of our time, but generally it was rugby, hockey, water polo, but uh, football has grown quite a lot. We've seen that all over the country in major sporting schools where it used to be rugby, hockey, Football's growing massively, and obviously football is by far the most played sport in this country. So it's awesome to see the growth. KZN's got a fantastic league. You commentate in it, part of it. Tell us about it. Well, with regards to the KZN league, uh, you know, like I did say, it's an honor because this is the second first. It's the first time I'm on the Super Sports School's football feature podcast. I was also, I'm privileged to be part and parcel last year to be part and parcel of the first ever uh, high school football match between Lynn Park and Alexandra High School before 216 when they were showing the Super Sports Schools matches on uh, the app and on 209. So it's all inspiring just to see Super Sports Schools just growing and also with the sponsors uh, backing this uh, powerful initiative. It means a world of good to these young boys and girls because I was also privileged enough to commentate on some girls soccer. You know girls soccer. A game hardly ever ends by a goal to nil. It's always like 5-3. Teo yes. can attest to that. Yes, definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, I mean, it's good, man, just to see these young boys and girls just showcasing their talents. It's also good for their self-esteem. And also, for my, from, from my perspective, to be recognized sometimes by these young boys, whenever they see me walking on the streets, yo, Sponelo, are you commentating on this game? Please come. We want you to commentate on this special goal I'm going to score. So it's, 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 it's a good sense of bravado for these teenagers. And also for me, like, it gives me that fulfillment that I'm able to bring these young boys and girls into character on the football field whenever they are playing a soccer match. Like, say, your host Kusheshe, I call him, after that old BMW model. <laughs> No, I must say, being a player in this league is its something of great honor and it has been growing a lot. Since I've been playing in grade 8, it wasn't as popular as it is right now and that's a huge thanks to Supersport Schools for that because I think it's broadcasting live and people that can't make it to the game can watch it on Supersport Schools. So I really think that we owe you a big thanks yeah. for that and... It's just well, well, not us. The powers that be, the powers that be, yeah. In super sports schools, but yes, yeah. uh, the league is amazing. We'll pass the positive words on to Randberg, where all the all the big dogs sit. But um, so playing in that league, the competitive nature of it, and um, I think your season so far, maybe just to take us a bit through that and how it's gone for you and your team. Yes, no, definitely. So uh, Marisburg College, we played this league and we actually won the league, which was. <laughs> Of, which He's is really great. We, we got the big dog. We, <laughs> we knew. We didn't want to say. We wanted you guys to bring it up. So <laughs> yes. Um. So it's really competitive. There's some really good teams there, and a lot of the boys also play for semi-professional teams and professional teams. So to go against these kind of caliber players, it's really great. I feel like every time I sit here with all these stars, all I want to do is live vicariously through them. So I have to ask. What is like the daily life of a high school football player? So with regards to high school football, the week that we, that we do have uh, football, um, we have normally about three days of training and then we normally play 
on weekends. So what it would be like is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we train. And then either Saturday or Sunday, we'll play a match. And with regards to me, I'm in a club, so I play on the alternate days that I don't play for school. So it's football six days a week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How do you stay energized that long? I mean, I go to gym like three times a week and I'm gas. I just, I, w- I want to make it pro. And that's that's the end goal is to make it pro. And I feel that if I put in the work, I can get there. And that's what I want to do. There are obviously tough times, things that you have to overcome. Um, have you have you had any of those things, any obstacles that have been put in the way? Because obviously it's a it's a long journey, but it can be a rewarding one at the end. Uh, yes, definitely. Um, I had a terrible accident in 2019 where I broke my shin bone, and it re- really demotivated me. I lost every all love and everything for that for the sport. Not really for the sport, but it motivated me to become better and do more. So when I, now that I'm fully recovered, I still have flashbacks from that time when I did get injured. And that's why I work, I try and work as hard as possible because when I couldn't train, I was imagining what would I do, what can I do? But now that I can do it, I'm not going to say why, why mustn't I do it. I think often there's that thing like if you, if maybe you're sick or you're injured, you're thinking about all the things that you could be doing. And so sometimes it can motivate you, but also sometimes once you get better, you just, you don't end up doing them, but you are. So I, I think that's that's very cool. And uh, it's interesting to hear that despite a, a setback that you say, like it was a difficult time, you're still progressing, still working hard six days a week. I mean, many people don't put six days a week effort into anything. So that's that's <laughs> True. pretty pretty cool. I mean, we... At university, I would, I would, uh, as few days as possible is what often many people. I won't, I won't say necessarily us, but many people try to put in as few days as possible. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, as we've seen across your career, that hard work has paid off. You scouted by teams here and there, you know, Sundowns here. <laughs> I got to know what is what is that process like? Because in my head, I'm thinking American stars. They come at you with like a thousand dollars and they throw it at your face like we want you. But I mean. That's one context. But what's, what's it like being at that level in high school? Um, so thank you for saying that, first of all. But I don't think that I'm at the level I should be at yet. But I'm definitely grateful for the position I'm at right now. And the clubs that are offering me these offers and everything, I'm really privileged and honored to be getting that. But I definitely do think I can go further. And I think that I can push more to go even further than I am right now. Oh, no, you look like you're about to say something. No, I'm just listening. It's a horse theater, you know? So, yeah, for me, like, it's, it's, it's always a, a, a privilege, you know? It's an honor, obviously, to cover these young starlets because it will be very fascinating to see them one day playing their trade overseas, PSL. You never know where the universe may take you. But for me, I'm just happy also to also... Uh, Establish a body of work with regards to my co- my commentary career because I started from modest beginnings, working a nine to five job in Joburg South. I'm not sure if you heard of a place called Robertsham. I used to take uh, taxis uh, to Randburg to Pretoria Avenue for a certain station. I was a soccer analyst there, so that is where my love for soccer commentary began. And obviously, in 2020, during the hard lockdown, I was invited to commentate in the Phillies games. Uh, so. Obviously, we all know what's happened there. COVID happened, and then I had to come back to Peter Marisburg because my mom suffered a stroke, but fortunately, she survived. And then, obviously, my first opportunity to commentate came when an old friend of mine, 
Uh, he coaches Marisburg College under the 19 goal. He's a goalkeeper coach, Ninja. They call him, yes. He told me that in my previous school, Alexandra High School in Peter Marisburg, not in Alex, the one in Gauteng, he told me that they are looking for commentators just to liven up the football matches. And it's safe to say that I didn't look back because I saw it as a golden opportunity because I want to see myself commentating in the DSTV DSK Challenge or PSL one day. Yeah. So you guys both manifesting big things. You've got these big plans. I just want to ask, I noticed, so Ninja, you've named him Shwe Shwe. Kusheshe. BMW model. These, I mean, a lot of the sports that we've had on this podcast, they're not that, like these are, you've got nicknames all over the show. So is there something in football that there's a, a lot of? Well, it's a culture in South African football to bestow a nickname upon a player based on his playing abilities. I mean, we all know the famous Orlando Pirates player. He's called Mkutuzi by the the famous commentator, Regine Love. This is a commentator. Mkutuzi is somebody that pickpockets you. So that is what he does as an attacker. He pickpockets those balls from defenders, is able to steal a football match away from the opposition team out of nowhere. So for me, it's, it's a way of... Uh, I don't know, honoring these players because for me, Mateo Hosted, he's elegant. He's so elegant on the ball and diminutive in stature, but he has a heart of a lion, just like the old BMW model. I did say off air, like he's ever there. He's ever present. He's ageless, just like the old BMW model. It will never, ever run out of fashion. He's a kusheshe. Bande Kumete, the Westford Boys High Captain, I call him the data bundle that downloads goal-scoring opportunities because at any given time, when Westford Boys High need a goal or an assist, Bande Kumete is the go-to man. So it's a culture of South African football to dub these high scholars. Last year, I had this Pumelelin Lovu, the Haythorn captain. I used to call him the Peter Marisberg Ballon d'Or winner. He scored like 18 goals in 11 games. His nickname was the Arm Response. They, they beat Mateo Horstead's uh, Marisberg College in their own backyard in the final of the league by two goals to one. College were leading 1-0. Just before halftime, Lovu came with two goals and Haythorn ended up winning the match. I call him the arm response. What does an arm response do? Okay, not when there's load shading. Because, <laughs> you know, it's a bit harder for the alarm bell to ring when there's load shading. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's part and parcel of just keeping the culture of whenever... I play, but first and foremost, in order for you to get a nickname from me, you have to be consistent. I need to see the talents. I need to see distinguishable, like, you know, ability on the ball. Okay, you deserve this sort of a nickname. There's this other player plays for DHS. I call him the password. It's hard to go past him. You know, he's so impregnable. You know, you have to try and unlock him in order for you to breach that West, the Durban High School defense. And his name is Elaine Frankson. So it's something that I, 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 I devote myself to ensure that also I uh, sweeten my commentary and also for the viewers to enjoy it. Spur back bacon is like having fillet for breakfast. Because back bacon has more meat and less fat. And we grill that back bacon at 350 degrees. Then serve it with two large eggs, golden chips, grilled tomato, toast and jam. And at only $49.90 for our unreal breakfast. Why not bring the whole family? Spur. People with a taste for life. T's and C's apply. Saubona Igam Lam. Mateo Ispongo Sam. Hosted Ingilalela. Marisburg College near Midlands Academy. And this is the Super Sports Schools podcast. In South Africa, uh, one of the facts that I always find so incredible is that South Africa has the most FIFA registered football clubs in the world. And it's almost double. He will tell country. you that every time. And that, that you for talk me, about football. I love I love my sports facts. Um so that's just something that I always think is so amazing. There are fifty thousand clubs 
which means there are so many people in South Africa playing football and you're part of this amazing community. So just to, to answer Tim's question on what that's, what that's like, I just used it as an excuse to throw that fact up because it's, <laughs> it's, it's so cool. Okay. Yeah, I mean, South Africa, there's talents galore. And unfortunately, with regards to our national team, the talents is not being coming up because I do believe that South Africa has a lot of talented players. But for them to make it to the professional ranks, I do think that we are missing something as South Africa. We need to address it. 50,000 clubs. My word. It's more than, more than double. I think second is Russia and they have 20-something thousand. So it's a, it's, a, it's a big leap up that we have that many clubs. And Mateo, for you, playing in it, being a part of this community um, and growing up in it? Yeah, no, definitely. South African football, it's it's not where it should be, but it's definitely up there and it's getting a lot better. It's improved from, it's improved a lot. And I think that's what Sponello said was very true, that our national team isn't quite there yet, but I definitely do think that the future stars we do have, they are coming and they are going to make this national team really, really good. We mentioned the one national team, but at the moment, as this airs, Banyana Banyana in New Zealand and Australia for the uh, FIFA Women's World Cup and reigning uh, Women's Africa Cup of Nations champions as well. So you mentioned earlier that the, the girls' games, there's often like a 5-3 and yeah. that's that sort of thing. I mean, that's also something I think we've seen over this year. We've got the Netball World Cup in South Africa. We had the cricket, the Women's uh, T20 World Cup in South Africa. So... Women's sport, we've seen explode on the international stage and we've seen through super sport schools, girls sport as well. Is that something you've noticed? Yeah, I've noticed uh, the booming of uh, girls sports, especially from a football perspective, because this is a football podcast. I mean, yeah, I mean, for me, I'm always uh, dedicated to ensuring that I cover every angle, every magnifique pass, whatever girls soccer is being aired, especially like when I get told that it's going to be a live linear game. By the way, we do have a production team that picks me up from Peter Marisburg, traveling in and around KZN to cover these football matches. They're dedicated super sports schools team. So whenever there's girls football match, I'm always excited because I want to hype up these girls. Because I do believe that uh, with regards to girls soccer, women football at large, we've been under, like they're underrated. Something that we have touched on a lot, and that I just want to dive into a bit more, is we keep touching on the future, your futures, the future of the sport. And I want to know, if you had your dream world, with the drive that you guys have, where do you see you guys going? Where do you want to be? Starting with me or Teo? <laughs> Whoever wants to go first. No, like I did say, like for me, I'm just still a journey. Like it's, it's, it's manifestation. Sometimes these things, they take time. Life is a process. I'm still paying my dues as a commentator. But like I did say, I'm dedicated. I'm hardworking. I had the privilege of commentating the Varsity Cup. It was easier to do research because just type the player's name on Google or on Facebook, they appear. They are more famous. As opposed to high school players, it's harder to find them because they are not famous. I have to make them famous as a commentator. So it's part and parcel of the journey. Like It gets hard at the beginning, but I'm not saying it's going to get easier as I graduate one day, but uh, it's something that I relish as an up-and-coming commentator, English commentator, that is. Yeah, Teo, the future? Uh, for the future, I really want to be a footballer. That's my end goal and I really want to make it professional. I would love to play in Premier League, in the Premier League in England. That's uh, yeah, my yeah, 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 We're going yeah, yeah. to have to ask no, you. No, we have to. We're I need to have find to out if we're all on the same side. <laughs> we're going to have to ask you. For what's, whom? Your, what's your favorite club? Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Imagine <laughs> Mateo Horske, Jenjen pressing, Jurgen Klopp, his hot running style. Eh? Picture perfect, Teo. 
That would be picture perfect. Yes. I would love to see. It. And you? I'm a Barca fan, but yeah, yeah, I'm a Barca fan. Okay. Like I did say, yeah, we're not doing well. Yeah, no, the loss the, it hasn't been great yeah, for us. 2015. With regards to the Champions League, with regards to La Liga, we're getting there. I'm happy with the fact that we are making progress. You know, we've expunged the demons of the eight two defeats against Bayern. You know, so many humiliations. It's hard to be a Barca fan. You're a better than, man than me. Me me watching my own club, I'm just there and my, my hands going, oh no, oh no, we're bottling again. Guys, I can't do this anymore. Don't tell me you're an Arsenal fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh my oh, God. No, that's terrible. So when we last, when we last had a, an interview that we did kind of to do with football, uh, but it was more about going overseas and playing in America, that sort of thing. But the, 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 the player we had on, Luca, he was a footballer. So back then, you were okay. It was something you could be proud of. Yeah, um, I was very cocky in that episode. I, I thought we were going to take it. It did not end well. The thing I notice about uh, football fans is I think you mentioned you're a football fanatic, but your football fans know a lot about about the stats, about who's where, about Oops. who costs how much <laughs> to transfer where, when, and what goal they scored 30 years ago to do this. <laughs> so it's good that football fans generally know these things because we're going to put your knowledge to the test now. Oops. Sayo. Let's, let's, let's do it. It's a penalty shoot. <laughs> I'm excited to see how this goes. So it is the Super Sports Schools podcast quiz and haven't played before. So how it works, you get 60 seconds to answer as many questions correctly as you can. You'll go one after the other. We'll have to maybe do a coin toss or something to decide who goes first or <laughs> age or beauty or something. We'll have a think about it. But, uh, no word. um, so 60 seconds, as many questions correct as you can. If you don't know an answer, please say pass. Don't sit there thinking about it for ages. We had uh, Neil Powell on from the Sharks. Whoa, 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 whoa. no exposing. Yeah. And uh, get someone. Everyone's seen oh, okay, it. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's seen tough. it. Yeah. He, he got stuck on where Falker, the rugby team, are from. And uh, that took a good 10, 15 seconds. And it was uh, Southern Gauteng, if anyone's interested. But there we go. Who, who's going first? I'm going first. Okay, you're going first. Taking the first penalty. All right, all right. More pressure on horse The day. first and the next <laughs> couple. Just, just no pressure. I got eight, so. Yo! Oh, we have to just Yo. discuss the leaderboard very quickly. Tahiro Gusti, hockey player, SA National Women's Team at the age of 17 already. Uh, she got 13 questions, correct? Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. yeah Your yeah. time starts now, which nation is the current title holder of the Women's Africa Cup of Nations? Brazil. South Africa. Who is the 2023 men's single Wimbledon champion? Pass. Alcaraz. Who holds the South African women's 800 meter record? Pass. Custer Semenya. Across both the men's and women's game, who's the most capped South African international footballer of all time? Porsche Modisa. It's Janine van Veik. True or false, Supersport Schools broadcast the Gauteng Development League on channel 216. True. Correct. Uh, who will the Springboks play in their first match of the 2023 Rugby World Cup? Pass. Scotland. Uh, which nation has won the most Women's Africa Cup of Nations? Morocco. Nigeria. Supersport is producing a four-part documentary series on the power and history of South African football called Pulse of a What? Pulse of a Nation. Correct. The TV show Ted Lasso has taken the world by storm, but what is the name of the fictional club in the series? Pass. Richmond FC. The most expensive transfer fee ever in football was around 4 billion rand. Which player was it for? Neymar Jr. Correct. Which English football club has the most FA Cup titles? Arsenal. Correct. There we go. Yeah, On that the was my question. That was... That's the other one in. Question. Brazil, ah, the Women's Africa Cup of Nations. I didn't, I didn't swallow it up like... Four is the score to beat. Are you ready to play? Hope so, but let's go. Okay, your time starts now. 
Which school did Kane and Moody go to? Northwood. Poiland Lanvo. Benny McCarthy is a first team coach at what Premier League club? Manchester United. Correct. In what year did South Africa win the Africa Cup of Nations? 1996. Correct. True or false? The first ever Football World Cup did not have a final. False. It's true. In the highest ever scoring football match, which took place in the Madagascan League in 2002, the winning team scored 149 goals. But what did the other team score? Zero. Correct. The first televised football match was played between Arsenal Reserves and Man City, Arsenal or Man United? Man United. It was Arsenal. Which country has the most FIFA registered clubs? Uh, in South Africa. Correct. Who is Bafana Bafana's all-time top goal scorer? Oh, uh, pause. It's Benny McCarthy. What is four under par in golf generally referred to as? Bogey. A condor. Love, ace and advantage are terms from which sport? Tennis. Correct. Which football club has won the most Champions League titles? Real Madrid. Correct. And there we go. Time is up. How many we got, Tim? I got six. We got six. Yeah, oh, so takes bad. it by so two. Bad. The young guns taking it. Oh. <laughs> not so bad. That's uh, good. No, that's, that's good. Great. Cool. You guys enjoy that. Yeah, brilliant. Really? brilliant. Yeah. And one final question. Uh, there's a few trophies to play for for college. The Primo Big Ten, the Kawi Under-19 Cup, the FA Cup. Are you gunning for them all? Yes, we would love to win all the trophies. And we're going to put in the work this year and this term. And we hope that we can win everything. I see a boy in a connect round in. Ah, yes. It's all right. True natural. Oh, true nat. Oh, my goodness. True natural's at that, eh? Yeah, Tim can't even speak English anymore. <laughs> you took that ability away from me. You stole my seat. Yeah, no, Tim's fearing for his for his job. I'm also, to be quite honest, I think we can hand over to you guys now. All right. Well, guys, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. What's up, Football Love Natics? Uh, this is Monelo Zulu, and uh, we are on channel 216. And just a reminder that uh, this is the third term in KZN, so there's plenty of football competition. We have the likes of uh, the Primo Big Ten Cup uh, at Hilton College on the 30th, uh, not forgetting the Dr. Trevor Cowie Under-19 Cup uh, in honor of the former KZN High School Football Association chairperson, Dr. Trevor Cowie. And not forgetting the big one in September, we do have the Midlands FA Cup. So I'm going to be part and parcel of the team that's going to be giving you everything that's got to do with KZN football. You heard it from Matteo Horstead. He's raring to go. He wants all the trophies. So yeah, keep watching Channel 216. This has been the Super Sports Schools Podcast. Bringing you stories of our future stars powered by Spurs Take Ranchers. And now the podcast from Joy 89.9.